Rumination. Rumination has the following definitions. The act of thinking carefully and for a long period of time about something, and the act of bringing up food from the stomach and chewing it again. Yet, are these definitions really that different? One is the chewing over of an idea in the mind, the other of food in the stomach. The eating definition is associated with a group of animals called ruminants, including cattle, sheep, goats, deer, giraffes, camels and llamas. Being a ruminant was one of the requirements of clean animals under the law, in Leviticus 11 and Deuteronomy 14, where chewing the cud is simply another way of saying rumination. The lesson is clear. Those who want to be counted as clean, sinless, in the sight of God, need to chew over the word of God, thinking carefully about his message. However, there are more lessons to rumination than initially meets the eye. Another related word is rumen. The rumen is the first of four parts of a ruminant's stomach, though camels and llamas only have three parts. When the ruminant swallows, this is the chamber that the food enters and begins the process of digestion. It is also from this chamber that the food travels back up to the mouth with the cleverly created bidirectional esophagus. The cud involves partially chewed food that then returns to the mouth to be further ground by the teeth and mixed with saliva before returning to the rumen. In the rumen are specific microorganisms, bacteria, that break down the grasses and roughage that the animal has consumed. The longer that the food remains in the rumen, ascending and descending the esophagus, the more it breaks down. The more it breaks down, the easier it is to absorb through the large surface area of the rumen, providing easy access to a network of blood vessels. Ruminants are not born with a mature form of this four-chambered stomach. In fact, calves and lambs at birth are considered functionally as single-stomached, monogastric. The microorganisms in the rumen have not developed, neither have the absorptive mechanisms, because the newborn is still on its mother's milk. There is no need for rumination until they eat grasses. The spiritual lesson is there for us to see. Naturally, we are not born as ruminants upon the word of God. Peter says that at spiritual birth we are still on the milk of the word of God in 1 Peter chapter 2, and Paul distinguishes the milk of the word from the weightier meat in 1 Corinthians 3 and Hebrews 5. We have to grow spiritually to tolerate and digest the word of God. We cannot expect to pick up the Bible and immediately grasp the subtleties of discourses on the atonement. We have to grow and develop rumination on the scriptures over time. Grasses are a key part of a ruminant's diet, but they are difficult to digest since the ruminant does not naturally produce the correct biological tools, enzymes, to break them down. One difficult-to-digest molecule is cellulose, known as a complex polysaccharide, or a chain made of many sugar molecules, and is, in fact, impossible for humans to digest. The main function in humans is of roughage, giving bulk to food travelling through the gut. The way that ruminants manage to break these complex polysaccharides down is through the cultivation of many microbes in the rumen. This enables the rumen to be fully functional. These rumen microorganisms have to function anaerobically, without oxygen, since the conditions in the stomach can be harsh. However, they do their job effectively, breaking down larger food molecules. For example, fats are broken down into short-of-chain fatty acids, and the ruminant can then use these to produce energy. This is similar with the word. 
We gain strength from the word when we start to break it down into smaller, more digestible components. It's like the distinct reading of Nehemiah 8 verse 8, where the Hebrew contains the idea of breaking it down or separating. Following that, they had the sense and they understood the reading. Again, in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15, we have the idea of a straight cutting, rightly dividing of the word of truth. It is not the breaking down into arbitrary sections, but into usable parts from which we can derive energy for our spiritual walk. Since the rumen microorganisms are living, they also need to be looked after. The population of rumen microorganisms actually changes dependent on the feed. There are microbes that float around and feed on less complex molecules and microbes that are attached to a mat of fibres. If you feed a ruminant more of the fibre, then that provides an optimal breeding ground for the fibre-digesting organisms. However, it can still take four to six weeks for them to build up properly. Over time, breaking the word small can help us comprehend some of the difficult-to-digest passages. It is similarly important that we have regular, consistent diet of the Word of God. We cannot have large breaks from the Word of God and still expect to find it easy to digest. When our tools for reading and studying the Word are not used much, we do not gain as much. In fact, when ruminants are born, if you only feed them with milk, they will not develop the rumen nor the appetite. It requires the gradual introduction of solid feeds to increase the appetite and develop the use of all four parts of the stomach. Without this gradual development, the risk of stomach upsets leading to diarrhoea, dehydration and questions about survival is more likely. The introduction of the commands and way of God at an early age is outlined in the law in Deuteronomy chapter 6. Even if we are not literally young, but are young in the ways of God, we still need the introduction of the word as soon as we can. We may not be able to take in large amounts of scripture, but over time our appetite increases and our ability to digest and understand its message improves. Chewing in ruminants occurs mostly in rumination, meaning their initial mouthful does not involve prolonged chewing. The molars at the back of the mouth grind the food down into smaller chunks, increasing the surface area that the rumen microbes can work on. During chewing, saliva is excreted, which contains some digestive enzymes to break down some of the less complex molecules. Our reading of the Word of God should not be a single mouthful with only a few chewing motions. We are not going to get life-changing lessons from reading a verse and making one comment from our margin. It requires more time and effort than that. Neither does it require an amazing memory and a background of 50 years in the truth to unearth hidden gems in the Word of God. It simply requires time and honest pondering on a topic. One sign of a healthy herd or flock is to observe them when they are resting. If over 50% of the animals are ruminating, then it shows their rumen health is optimal. What might a cross-section of each of our ecclesias at rest show? In the leisure time, the resting time of your ecclesia, how many members would voluntarily be sitting there pondering scripture? If you want to know about the health of your ecclesia, consider if people do the readings, listen to talks, read scriptural books, study passages themselves. We need to encourage our ecclesial members to ruminate over the word of God in their leisure time, rather than always pursuing other interests. 
even after fasting overnight, ruminants can still be chewing the cud. How often are we still mulling over the readings from the previous night when we wake up? We should all be ruminants, developing the ability to digest more complex ideas in God's word, increasing our appetite for more nourishing truths, breaking the scriptures down into smaller ideas, introducing the young to the Bible at an early age, every ecclesial member taking time to think over the truth of God's word. Why should we be ruminants of the word of God? It is because only then can we derive the strength and energy we need to continue through our spiritual walk. We do not want to starve ourselves. While we may look around and see many others who derive their strength from other food sources, like a diet of worldly things, we need to stay true to God's word. Our spiritual growth, our spiritual health, and our spiritual survival depends on our regular rumination upon the important matters of God.